Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Midnight Movie Confessionals. Today, I'm going to talk about a bit of a disappointing movie from 2018. Or was it 2019? I can't really remember anymore. The past few years have just been a blur, it feels like. This movie, to me, was a disappointment. It was a remake of the original film, Death Wish. So it did come out. In, 19, in 2018. It was basically a remake of the same movie starring Charles Bronson, which originated the whole franchise based on the novel that came out two years prior, and it stars Bruce Willis, Fissa D'Onofrio, Elizabeth Shue, Dean Norris, Kimberly Elise. And it is quite frankly not that good of a movie. Like, I'm still shocked that it was made. And, um, yeah. I want to give you guys a bit of a brief background on it. It's basically a remake and I guess a whole rehashing of the entire Death Wish first movie, basically. And if you haven't seen the first Death Wish movie, I recommend you watch that instead of this one. Because this one, boy, it's a doozy. It's an absolute doozy of a film that's just, it's absolute crap. It's literally this right now. It is literally, I kid you not, it is this. If you could hear that, that is what that movie is. It's a turret. It's a fucking toilet of a film. It's just shitty. It's basically, if you took anything that Bruce Willis has made in the past couple of years that were great, and you just threw them down the toilet. Yeah, it's that bad of a movie. I kid you not. This movie, I thought it was going to be good because I'm thinking, okay, a remake? Couldn't be that bad, could it? I mean, why would it be bad, you know? I didn't expect it to be such a horrible, horrible film to sit through. But it was. Like, I don't know what went wrong making the movie, but I know for one thing, it was just the casting, it feels like, to make the budget so expensive too, no less. But, like, let's just go and talk about the movie itself. Basically... Chicago trauma surgeon instead of an architect, Paul Kersey lives with his wife, his wife Lucy, and her and the daughter Jordan. When the family visits the restaurant with, with her brother, with their brother Frank, well, Paul's brother Frank, a valet named Miguel photographs their home address and from their car's navigation software. After hearing about a night they plan to be away from home, however, Paul's called into work that night. Jordan and Lucy are home when the burglars arrive because apparently they were gonna do something for Lucy's graduation. And the ensuing debacle leaves his wife, Lucy, dead. Jordan in a coma. One of the burglars is scarred. With Jordan, Jordan and Lucy fought back. But Paul becomes frustrated with the lack of the police progress on the case. Detective Kevin Rains and Leonard Jackson, played by Dean Norris and Kimberly Elise, are trying their best to help seek the people to, and bring them to justice. But... Oh, after a while, Paul just says, fuck this shit. After he sees two women, two men harassing a woman, 
He tries to intervene, but gets beaten up. He visits a gun store, but changes his mind when he learns that a legally purchased weapon can be traced back to him. So when he finds out there's been a gang member that is brought to the hospital and has his Glock on him that falls off in the gurney, he takes it and practices shooting, and he uses a, the gun to stop carjacking, and, that, and someone, I guess, recorded a video of it that goes viral. During the effort, he cuts his left hand due to improperly handling the gun. Smooth move there, Bruce Willis. I mean, you were in fucking Die Hard, bro. Seriously. Enjoying his efforts as a vigilante, Paul decides to kill a drug dealer, calling himself the ice cream man after a young boy comes to the hospital with a gunshot wound in his leg. Paul calmly walks up to the dealer, referring himself to the last customer, murders him strip of cold blood. And then he notices an injured Miguel at the hospital when he's working and sees that his watch that was stolen in the invasion, he has. So he dies and Paul takes his phone that leads him to a liquor store that fences and stolen goods. He finds the owner and recognizes Paul and mentions as one of the burglars before Paul demands all of his family's belongings back at gunpoint, no less, and he kills. So apparently Fish arrives and accidentally kills Ponytail, claims the burglary was done by a mechanic named Joe before Paul kills him himself, and then he notices that Paul goes back and says his stolen like the detectives come and visit Paul and say that his stolen ring was recovered at the liquor store. I'm sure that, like, um... Paul destroys the phones that he found to like, cover their tracks, cover his own tracks, and finds this guy Joe at an auto body shop that he works at, and he also notices the facial scars from the burglary, and he tortures him, cutting a sciatic nerve with a scalpel and pouring brake break fluid into the wound. Okay, this is brutal, because the original movie never had any brutality like this. The only brutal thing that ever really happened was basically Paul Kersey literally using a fucking sock? With $25 worth of quarters in it to bitch slap someone. Like, literally using it as a whip or whatever. Like, basically, that's all he's done. And then finds himself recovering a gun that he uses himself in some of his activities in the original. This one, I guess because it's, um... Let me take a look. I think directed by, um... Yes, Eli Roth. Great job, Eli. You really fucked it. Big time, man. You may have been known to make Cabin Fever and Hostel, but that doesn't make you any better at making movies at all. Like, you literally made a remake. You, you've been known to make... Re like, you remade movies for fuck's sakes. And the only good thing you've ever been in was Inglorious Bastards, where you play as the Bear Jew, because Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino likes you for making Hostel and Hostel Part 2. Those are the only movies I know of that he actually said, yeah, this guy's great at it. Let's produce some more with him. And that is it. Other than that, Eli Roth has done nothing that is good. Overall, like, literally, he finds the burglary, and then he find, like, finds a third burglar's shot. Like, uh, there was a third burglar named Knox who shot Lucy. Paul crushes Joe's head with the car that he was working on. And Knox calls Paul, arranging to meet in a bathroom where they can, where they both wound each other. Paul gets away while we walk. Knox arrives at the hospital, posing as a bystander and giving the detect detectives a description of Paul. And when Paul is confronted by Frank, who is questioned by the detectives, they see him batting left-handed in a batting cage and realize Paul is taking revenge. During the intervention, the hospital calls to tell Paul that Jordan has regained consciousness, and then Frank says that it's over. And um, a week later. She leaves the hospital and encounters Knox in the elevator 
Unnerved by the encounter, Paul returns to the gun store to legally purchase weapons to defend his family. A couple days later, Knox and two accomplices evade Paul's place at night. He calls the police after killing the accomplices. He's ambushed by, in the basement by Knox, but he retrieves his M4 from a hidden compartment, no less, and shoots him dead. The police arrive in rain, accepts Paul's like, stories, subtly suggesting that Paul end his vigilantism. Like vigilantism. And then months later, he drops off Jordan in New York State at NYU and sees a man stealing a bag from a bellhop. He calls out to him, points with him as a, with a finger gun. Pretty much point for point at the very end, a fucking sequel for fuck's sakes. Literally, the ending is almost the same as the original one for fuck's sakes. I'm sorry for swearing. This is not a good movie. I despise it heavily. I literally just summarize this whole movie within five minutes five minutes seriously this is a terrible movie this movie is getting a one out of ten do not watch this movie at all if you have any like favoritism for bruce willis don't watch this one go watch live for your die hard if you really want to go see a bruce willis movie where it's not terrible but it gets to the point where come on now this is just, it's like, bro, you are not Liam Neeson. Give it a break. It's just, it's horrible. I'm telling you right now, for your own good, if you decide to watch this movie, I can't help you anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, this movie is just, oh, it's a headache. It's not even, like, it's literally, it's 107 minutes. It's almost two hours of basically... The same thing I saw from the 1974 film, and that was like 10 minutes less than that. It's 104 minutes. It's literally, oh, I'm wrong, 13 minutes less. It's 13 minutes less than like the remake. And the remake was actually decent, and it didn't have to literally have the same bullshit go on. Like, at least it had the decency to make a sequel that wasn't bad, honestly. Like, I mean, at least it made it work for how it was meant to go down and he's moved on and is now living in LA at least in the prequel instead of this one where it just looks like he's still living in Chicago at the end of it all while originally he was if, let me take a look at the original right now just to make sure because if I recall correctly he was living in New York yeah he was living in New York and then he later decides to move to Chicago so really this is not even like, not even funny. Like, they don't even... Like, they just word for word find ways to remake it in some sense. But they also just decide to say, you know what? Fuck this shit. Let's make it bloodier. Make it so... He's a trauma surgeon instead of an architect. Because he'll know, like, certain ways to kill someone a whole lot easier. And, oh yeah. He'll decide to just say, fuck it. I'll just, uh, find my way to just say, you know what? I'm gonna kill all these people that killed my family. But you know what? I'm going to find a way to make it worse for them to deal with me. If they find out, if any of their buddies find out that I'm the one that's killing them. Like, it's just like, bro, it's not even that good. Like, hell, I think The Breakfast Club was actually, let me take a look. I think some of The Breakfast Club members were actually in on this, too. I don't recall. I remember watching it, How like, when I first saw it, I remember... 
what was it? I remember... Okay, there was actually an idea where Stallone would direct and start a remake in 2006, and that never happened. But I know... From what I recall, I remember seeing some characters of the movie, like, some people in the movie actually, like, um, be from the Breakfast Club radio show, and I remember them talking about the whole idea, like, literally in the movie itself, and they're saying, oh my god, this guy's a fucking hero and shit, and it's like, yeah, he may be a hero, but it's not that good, man, he's not that great of a real, uh, yeah, but... I don't know. I don't really think it's a big, big deal for me, but it's just like... It just isn't fun. I don't find myself really... Just... that. I don't find it that good, honestly. I don't find it enjoyable to listen to anymore. And... Honestly, that... like, Well, not like that, but it, it just... It's heartbreaking to just see this movie be... Such a... Like, a good idea, just poorly executed. And I don't know... How well it released, okay, it looks like, um, it got delayed to 2018, which I remember that, and then, okay, let me take a look. I think the reason why it was delayed from when it was originally going to be released was, um, because of that mass shooting in Las Vegas, however long ago, and back to 2017, I think that's kind of why, and... Not only that, I feel like it was in poor taste when it came out, and it was just, oh god, it wasn't even that good. I, I, I could definitely say Rotten Tomatoes may have an 18% approval rating on this one. I'm telling you, again, this movie is a 1 out of 10 on my, on my scale. This was not a good idea at all. It, I'm glad it was nominated for the worst actor or worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel in 2019 last year because... I'm going to tell you right now, this movie is not a, It's not even Death Wish. It's basically if you took Death Wish and you put it in Chicago and re, like you reversed everything. Instead of being New York to Chicago, it's like New York, like it's Chicago to New York. To New York. And even then, when he does the finger gun at the end, he's not even like winking when he does it. That just made it even more of like a hit, like a slap in the face. And that's disappointing, people. Like, I'm not a very... I'm not someone that likes to bash in a movie, but... I've been talking for 15 minutes, roughly, about this movie. And my final thoughts on Death Wish, the remake, from 2018, of the 1974 film, is... Like, earlier in this review, it is a... It is the sound of a turd being flushed. It is horrible. I don't know whose idea it was to allow Bruce Willis to be in this remake. But whoever decided that was a good idea, I'm sorry, but you really messed up, man. Because, quite frankly, it could have been any unknown that could have been sitting next to Vincent D'Onofrio in the movie. And it would have still been pretty shitty, but it wouldn't have been as, like heartbreaking to watch a great actor like Bruce Willis star in it and just like just sit through it. I mean, it would have been better if they had uh, what's his name? Scott Can, James Can's son. The guy that plays Dan, who played Dano 
from Hawaii Five-0. If they had him in this show, like in this movie, as Paul Kersey, I think it would have been a little bit better. But instead, we get Bruce Willis, a tough guy who has no hair anymore. Bro, your hair is gone. It's been gone since Die Hard with a Vengeance. Literally, a bald Paul Kersey, I don't think I could watch. I don't think I could watch this. I would rather watch Harvey Keitel and Tim Roth talk about Charles Bronson and how if anyone's trying to be a tough guy like him, you just hit, like, I'm quoting, I've got a paraphrase in Reservoir Dogs here because that is actually a better movie than this, where you take the gun and, like, butt of, the, of your gun and just smash their nose in, dropping right to the floor. Everyone jumps, bug, probably skirts, like, starts like, uh, squirting out of his nose, he starts freaking out. Nobody talks shit after that. Like, that's... That, I'd rather, you know what? I'd rather watch Reservoir Dogs than watch this remake. And the original is not that bad. They kind of milked the franchise for a little bit. They made about, what, four or five films, I think? I'm going to have to take a look. Because I know the original Death Wish series was like... They had the book, and then they made the Death Wish franchise, which was like... um. Over 20 or so years, they had five films. Like, they had Death Wish 2, Death, like Death Wish, Death Wish 2, 3, 4, The Crackdown, and then 5, The Face of Death. And that was the last one. And that was, his, and that was uh, Bronson's final role. So even then, it's just like, god damn, man. Like, he may, it may have been his last role, but... He could have still done something better, maybe. I don't know. I just know that I really dislike this movie. I don't find it enjoyable. I will not watch this one again. I will always go back to the originals. If someone tries to sit me down and watch this one again, I'm telling you right now, they're going to be in for a big fucking surprise. I'm sorry for swearing yet again, but I'm telling you, they're going to be in for a big surprise. I'm sorry for ranting and raving about a stupid movie, but this movie was stupid. And I mean absolutely stupid. (sighs) At least I got this off my chest. My next movie review, I think will be quite possibly a retrospective review on the Godfather trilogy if I can get that out. I have to rewatch those. By the time you hear this, you're probably going to think... I've lost my mind or something or I haven't been really active but I've been trying to do as many podcasts as I can when I can I've been trying to fig- like, figure out another one with another buddy of mine that's doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon but right now until next time Midnight Movie Professional watcher like my my listeners thank you for watching well not watching thank you for listening in I'm your host and I will see you next time at the cinemas and transmission